0: Hello, and welcome to the Purpose-Filled Mommy with Minnie Marie podcast. And this is my favorite podcast of the week. And this is when we connect via question and answer. So it's definitely a chill day with the rain kind of dribbling behind me. And I have a great opportunity just to relax and connect. And I cannot wait to dive into this particular topic because it's a question that oftentimes we ask ourselves as moms. And it is, am I a good mom? So we're going to dive right into that topic, and you already know you are, but let's dive right in to talk a little bit more about it. All right, so let's dive right into today's Q&A question. Am I a good mom? So my response to that question is, Why do you even ask yourself that? And don't feel bad because I used to too. I wrote a blog in particular in relation to this topic because I too felt guilty in that in certain phases within my motherhood journey that I used to compare myself and always ask: Am I doing a good job? Did I feed them right? Did I handle this particular discipline situation right? Will my child resent me later if I say no to this? If I did, so I had all these questions too. Or my child is acting out, and I'm like, Oh gosh, what did I do wrong? But I want us to kind of let that go. When you read the blog, and you can find it at minimarie.com, and it's entitled "You're a Good Mom," and you'll see a little old lady looking through the crowd as if she's asking. Have you seen the perfect mom? Because I used to desperately search for her, not only on the outside cuz trust me there are many images of what we think is perfection on the outside of the perfect mom, but I used to search for her within myself. And I had to just get to this point and you know I'm going to constantly say this. I've been saying this for a while. I said this I said this actually in the last podcast of I had to own my own personal motherhood journey and I let go of being a perfect mom. I really did. No, I don't have a spotless house. Even with going through a pandemic, I'm cleaning, I'm cleaning, I'm cleaning. And right after I clean, there's a spill in the kitchen. There's someone that does something in the bathroom that I know I'm gonna have to go back in to disinfect, bleach, and maybe even possibly burn. sure. Sometimes a little bit of both. And when I cook a meal, sometimes I I cook it on my beautiful China plates or my decorative plates. And sometimes, you know what? It's not Iron Chef America with me. I actually just skip and I put them on a plastic plate. I'm so sorry. All right. (laughs) And there are times I speak with a cheerful voice and my children, you know, when they wake up in the morning, I say, you know, good morning. And I love my twins because they're at the age where they still don't find it yucky when I give them uh, you know, some comfort and I will put my nose against one of my twins and I rub it and I can see that little smile. I dare not do that to my teenager because he's going to say, "Ew, girls, get off me. <laughs> but there are times when I'm like, all right, everybody, get up. Breakfast is ready. And there are times where I have said, get up. Get up, get up. And out of stubbornness, my kids are like, you know what? I'm going to pull the sheets right back over my head. And then I turn into the Hawk mom. And I'm saying, I said, get up. (laughs) And it changes the complete dynamics of my voice. So with all that being said, am I a bad mom because of that? Think about it. What is the perfect mom? There are times when I'm at work, for the most part, I do like to dress professional. I'm a visual arts and theater teacher. So, you know, I'm pretty colorful and bright. (laughs) I love my patterns and I love my jewelry. I love my chunky uh, jewelry sets. But when I'm not at work, if I don't have a speaking engagement or hosting event, I'm usually in sweats as I am right now doing this podcast. And don't be shocked if you see me out in public with a hoodie On, completely black hoodie. I like the hoodies to be dark. I like to look like you don't even know who I am. And I have a baseball cap on, all right? So I know it's yucky eel, right? But yeah, it's yoga pants and sweats for me. And when it comes down to the laundry with having five people in the house, pretty much I have to wash every day. And then I have to fold every day. And every now and then, there may be one basket or two that's looking at me like, where have you been? Am I a bad mom because of that? I used to think I was because of it. So the reason why I believe that we ask ourselves, are we doing a good job? Am I a good mom? Because we compare ourselves to two sisters. And I really want you to check out that blog post. You're a good mom because these two sisters have taken over our lives and we compare ourselves with these unrealistic expectations and heavy judgments. And one sister is da 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 Perfect Patty mom. And when you open up the blog post, you're going to see a lady with this creepy eye look on her face, holding some cookies, like come get these cookies. And then you're going to have another one is the bad mom. This is the mom that we sit back in the conversations. We listen to how everyone talks. I pray this, not you talking about her, but we compare ourselves to the hot mess mom. And, Oh my gosh, she's just, oh gosh, did you see her, her kids are eating? Are they actually eating? Those are not gluten-free snacks. You know, (laughs) her child said a bad word. Oh my gosh, she's so aggressive. You know, we compare ourselves to the bad mom or the perfect Patty mom. The perfect Patty mom, we sit back there and we put her on this high pedestal and we align ourselves to this person with these be all standards of motherhood achievements and We tap into our superiority side of our egos and we don't want to be called the quote unquote lazy mom. And we don't want to be the sorry, bad mom that everyone, again, we we talk about her whole life is like a dramatic soap opera. You know, she's always stressed. Kids looking, looking like they just threw on something. She looking like she threw on something. She always late to the carpool. And again, she can't buy organic snacks. What is wrong with you, girl? But guess what? I'm that mom. <laughs> and a lot of people, even the one sitting there with the cookies walking out, even she sometimes that looks like she's in perfection. She has her own things inside that she has to deal with. we all have things that we have going on. I love this quote. And it says this, it says, we're all a hot mess, but some of us hide it better than others. And I'm not saying that people cannot have a happy, beautiful, prosperous family, marriage, well-behaved kids. That is a great achievement to have, but you're also a great mom. If you have children that have special needs that take a lot of attention to, or if you working on your marriage and you guys have been through some things, you're still a great mom. If you're, if you have that load of, of laundry that you have to fold in the next day or two, there's not nothing wrong with you. So don't question who you are within your motherhood and don't compare yourselves to the extreme, neglectful moms that we see in the news that done something horrific to her children. That's not you. When you know you're operating from the kindness of your heart, you're giving all that you can and all that you know, and you're searching to do better. You're, and you're literally giving everything that you're trying to do out of love and protection and purpose for your babies, then you have to let that go. So let's go ahead and let's agree together. When it comes down to the two sisters, we're going to let go. We're going to let go the quote unquote, who we judge because it is judgmental, who we think is the so-called sorry mom because we don't know that mom's story. And two, when it comes down to perfect patty mom, we don't know her story or what it took for her to get to the level that she is now that we admire on Instagram and that we admire in her beautiful, you know, well-articulated blog post. We don't know what they go through. So what we can offer those sisters is compassion, understanding, and we can bring her in our little our little sisterhood club of moms just doing the best that they can for their kids and taking it day by day. I definitely appreciate when you all DM me through my social media accounts or leave a message with various inquiries or questions when it comes down to motherhood. It allows us both to connect with one another transparently. It also allows us to relate to one another and you kind of get to really get to know people beyond just a picture. So I had a couple of inboxes that came in this week and this one in particular stood out because it goes right back to what I was talking about earlier when we think that someone else has it easy. So I'm going to read it to you. I'm coming to you in need of so much I'm still struggling at this whole motherhood world. I have so many questions for you. I know it's not easy, but I enjoy your Instagram page because you make it look real (laughs) like a cakewalk. This is funny because I'm going to tell you, girl, it's so not a cakewalk. So what can I do when they don't focus or have interest in schoolwork? And then she shared some more things about having a child who has... ADHD, and possibly, um, emotional behavior disorder. And this is coming from Georgia definitely can relate to you as a mom and as a mother. And it was so ironic for her to send this because it was actually just a day after I had a moment here with one of my kiddos that I was having that same question of like, Oh my gosh, I know I'm trying everything. I know I've done everything that I know what to do with handling this situation. But they're still having a moment. So please never see a picture that you see on Instagram and think because someone has smiley, happy kids that everything is perfect and everything is lovable 100% of the time. I have a teenager and I have a preteen. So with having a teenager and a preteen, the hormones (laughs) with puberty shifts their moods at any time. So on that particular, the day before I got this particular message, it was right when I had a moment with one of mine and it took all of me not to go back and just like "Ah," with them. But I know that if I say something in a moment, I can't take that back. If I react in a moment and the first thing, those of us who had that old school parenting, we know about whoopings and uh, not the taste out your mouth or put a sock in your mouth. People, very aggressive type of parenting. I didn't want to go that way. So I let them have their moment. And once they had their moment, it wasn't 24 hours before they came back and they were remorseful and and they apologized for their behavior. And when you're dealing with a child with ADHD, especially with our our males, our sons, I definitely want you to have an honest conversation with your pediatrician. And if you see that it's beyond what is just happening at school and is happening at home, I want you to talk to them again. If they give you medication like Adder- Adderall and Tunif, speak up and share this is not working. If you notice aggression of any type where that child may be trying to hurt themselves their siblings of others speak up and share that with the pediatrician it's their job to listen to you and they're supposed to make sure they keep it confidential and if you feel that there is a breach with that even with the office staff member you speak up and you talk about the HIPAA violation but the pediatrician can from that take your child you know uh, recommend you go to a therapist. And they'll send a referral in and then you can get a a deeper diagnosis where you'll have to fill out the same paperwork that you had to fill out when it came down to ADHD where you had to send to your teachers, send to your child to your child's teacher. But from there, you can get clarity if it's ADHD, depression, anxiety, ODD, which is oppositional behavior disorder, being a teacher and working with students. I'm telling you. That oftentimes we look at things as, okay, this is ADHD and it's not. And there are a lot of times it's deeper. And I know a lot of times culturally and religiously, we don't want to connect with a counselor. Trust and believe We've had some bad counselors in our lives, but we've also had some great counselors that took us to a whole different level. So once you go through a actual treatment plan and establish that first, establish a treatment plan and follow it, figure out what your insurance covers and don't cover. And there may be an out of pocket expense. And if it is, you can pause from taking to your child, taking your child to Chuck E. Cheese and taking your child to the, to buy a hundred dollar shoes to pay for a actual therapy session. Okay. That's a worthy investment for that child's future. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you personally, as a parent that has a child that has ODD and, um, ADHD and had to go through a a lengthy process it's worth it in the end and if you are co-parenting regardless of what you all have with one another make sure that you all unite for the best interest of that child put all your all those issues aside about what happened within that relationship to make sure that you are doing the best for that child. Don't give up on your baby. If you see they have emotional behavior disorders, please, just like those teachers document, you need to document as well. And when you document and you're honest about what's going on within your home and within your child, you're opening the door for your child to receive the help that he or she needs. I also know that there are girls I have friends who have daughters that have oppositional defiant disorder. Please, when you have a child dealing with emotional behavior disorders, don't take it personally. Don't feel that you are a bad mom, that you are a horrible mom, that you did something horrible at birth uh, or I mean doing pregnancy or anything like that. This is a child that's dealing with something within mental health. All right. We need to stop acting like mental health is something that is like a something to be afraid of or something contagious is no different than if I had a child that had a physical disability. When it comes down to parenting and mothering a child that has emotional behavior disorders, definitely I'm going to do a whole separate video on that next week. You have to keep calm. Don't take it personal. Build a routine. Have some structure going on and mean what you say. And you know When it comes down to aggression, if this child automatically knows aggression, and if you come at them with aggression, you're basically just building it up, building it up, building it up. It's just like if you have a child and you're yelling all the time. If you yell all the time at a child and let's say they're walking across the street and there's a car coming there about to cross and you just yell. They're not going to differentiate between the yell for moms trying to protect me and yet moms yelling because she's annoyed. So you develop a communication that you can see that work with them. And there are tons of articles. There are tons of reliable sources with people who actually, this is what they do. This is what they study that can help you get to that point. And there are moms who are very transparent, who do not mind sharing their story with you. Don't feel like you have to give up. If you are co-parenting, don't make the decision to feel like, you know what, I can't do this. I'm going to give them to their dad automatically. Now, you already know that my son does stay with his dad now, but it wasn't until he was 11 years old and he comes here every weekend and every time they're out of school. So pretty much he's in between both homes with joint custody. But I wanted it to be at a time where I knew as a mom, I did everything. I knew what to do with my child. We did homeschool, we did medication, we did all this stuff. And I'm not just talking about him, you know, I have four. So I'll talk about in the next uh, stanza when it comes down to my podcast about special needs, parenting and love and more on wellness with that for you and your children. But definitely when you're dealing with EBD research keep yourself, uh, definitely when it comes to self-care with taking care of your mental health, because it can definitely be stressful and it can lead to yourself feeling, uh, anxiety and depression because you're carrying that weight in that question. Am I a good mom? And you're taking it very personal with their behavior, but it's not that they're dealing with something serious. And when it comes down to mental health, Take it seriously and be there, be their comforter, be their protector. And at the same time, you're going have to be firm. i put a blog on my page about a mom who wrote a very transparent take about her daughter in living with ODD. Check it out. And if you have any questions regarding that, never hesitate to send a voice message into the podcast, or you can, again, DM me. But definitely don't take it personal. Keep a routine. No, research every avenue that you can in getting help and speak transparently to the pediatrician and follow a treatment plan, okay? Establish it and follow it, all right? So I definitely wanna also speak to my autism moms as a fellow autism mom myself. It's easy for us to question ourselves and wondering, are we doing good with our children are we good moms? And the reason why we deal with some of those things vary because our children, just like the beautiful puzzle when it comes down to special needs and autism, is very diverse and colorful when it comes down to what we deal with. I not only speak as a mom who has an autistic child, but I also have two children who have specific learning Challenges in particular areas. I don't know if the term is called specific learning disorders or what because I don't that's not my particular area of expertise when it comes into education, even though I worked at a time as an assistant when it came down to working with intervention and working with children when it came down to special needs. It's different when that is actually your expertise in education. But as a parent and working with children with that, I can definitely tell you that it can be frustrating. There are people who, unfortunately, they work in the school system. And then when they see a test score, they look at your child merely as a number in a test instead of as a person. But I want you to know that your child is bigger than that. The challenges that we have as special needs parents is an uphill battle inside and outside of the home. However, what we have to do is celebrate the victories big and small and know that when we are doing all that we are that we can, if we are doing our best to make sure that our children have what they need to grow, celebrate every achievement. For them, like celebrate it with them and then celebrate it for yourself as a mom. But never question who you are, what did you do wrong within your pregnancy, anything like that. All right. There is a genetic link when it comes down to autism that they are discovering. I have two uncles that also dealt with uh, some of the same challenges that my daughter dealt with. And I also have two first cousins that have children that had special needs. So is there a genetic link? Yes, but don't let that be something that you look at and feel like, Oh my gosh, why did I do that to myself? Okay. I really believe that God puts those special babies in our lives with special moms who they know that can give them the love, have the patience and the compassion And also have the assertiveness to protect those precious little angels. So understand that you are doing a great job. Never look at your child as a burden. We know that we have to speak up differently for our babies than what we may have to do with our children who don't have those disabilities. But when it comes down to doing an awesome job, if you know you're doing the best that you can, you have to let that go. All right. Research and see what therapies are available for your child is for as helping them grow with different milestones. Sometimes their milestones are a little behind everybody else. But when they do achieve, they achieve it. Now, for those of us who have high functioning children who have autism or they are autistic, but gifted in other ways. That's also a challenge. I have that with my daughter because in kindergarten, she tested at a second grade level. And even now what I'm doing flash cards with her and her twin sister, she knows all the words. When it comes down to math, she grasps everything so easily. Yet when it comes down to social cues and things, that's when it's more of a challenge for her or sensory or Um, when it comes down to noise, she'll hold her, her hands to her ears. So I have to be very cautious with her and I'm going to do more on podcasting as far as coming from an autism mom perspective, but I just want to give all autism moms and those who have special needs children. Just to say, awesome job, mom. Don't give up. Find you a network of moms that you can be transparent with. Because you know what I know as an autism mom, our stories are completely unique. And sometimes we can only tell those who are in this little mom tribe. (laughs) So connect with you some awesome moms that you can share with that can give you encouragement, that can also give you insight on resources and take it day by day. Thanks so much for joining me for today's podcast on the topic, am I a good mom for our Q&A discussion? And I hope you take away from this that you are an awesome mom. Don't compare yourself to any other mom. And as I always say, own your own unique motherhood journey. Now, when it comes down to... Knowing that you're a good mom, if you ever have any questions, just look at the smiles on your children and those hugs that they give, those high fives, and even when they sometimes are in their feelings, know that they still love you and they appreciate you being the mom that they have in their lives. So. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure you join in by clicking the link and let this be your favorite. That's right. Hit the star and say this is my favorite podcast. So you can stay up to date with all the latest episodes and you can join me by being a subscriber and also being a sponsor. Also, when it comes down to today's podcast episode, don't forget to check out the blog post at my website, Purposeful Mommy with Minnie Marie. You are a good mom. So if you ever doubt it, you ever question. It, check out that blog post and it's a humorous and realistic take on that all right you can follow me at purposefield mommy with minnie marie on facebook instagram twitter and so much more again thanks so much for connecting with me And if you ever have a question that you would like to send in, you can email me or you can DM me and you can also send a voice message. Shout out to all my Instagram sister moms for liking my Facebook page. I definitely appreciate that. I appreciate all the love and support and stay connected. And you know what I'm going to say? I love you, but God loves you more. Be blessed.